my, um, my uncle, who was a, a doctor, used to say that uh, opportunity to cut is an opportunity to heal. Uh, and uh, and you can, as a doctor, as a surgeon, you can hear what he's saying there, right? You know, and, and a number of you, I see Ann Clipper here today, and who had um, uh, what what part was replaced? Re- knee, a knee replacement, and you know, and that was an opportunity to cut. We had four other people this week who had knee replacements, hip replacements, tumors removed, back surgeries, and as those surgeries are are hard and painful, um, yet, and the, the therapy out of them, yet when, when the surgery is done correctly, I've never met someone who says, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Now, they, they, now the pain threshold ahead of time may have to get high for folks who are willing to pay for it and go through it, but in the end, they say, you know, that was a good thing. In our journey, this Lent, you know, that we have all access uh, to the Father and that the Father has all access uh, to us, that, that cutting that brings healing happens in the access that we have to God's operation, operating room, the, the place where he, he cuts what is broken, what needs to be replaced, what is evil or, or selfish or sinful in us. You know, that is the, the, the place that we have all access to God and He has all access to us. And, and it's, a, it's a place, though, of healing because the master physician always succeeds. He always does it just right. You know, last week we, we talked about uh, all access passes like a backstage pass, you know, or it's, it's like a, um, a, a, a pass. You know, let, let's stop just for a moment and let's pray for Gordon. Um, uh, Gordon's having a seizure right now. Is he Tom? All right, let's, let's just stop. Uh, for, I'm, I'm just distracted by that myself, and so I'll hear that to pray for Gordon. Uh, and it's uh, Gordon Houston over here. Let's uh, just join in prayer for a second. Almighty God, we pray for your, your healing, your comfort, your peace uh, for Gordon. Um, we, we pray not only for now, but for the future. We pray for that operating room that will bring that physical healing um, to him. We, uh, we thank you for him. We thank you for the uh, um, unique way that you've created him. We pray your blessing um, upon him. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, so last week when we talked about our all-access pass, we, we recognized that, that was, we have access to the, to the beauty, to the wonder, to the glory of God that leads to, to unadulterated praise before God. That, that, that we come before Him and just in awe uh, of His magnificence. But, but today, we recognize that, that we have access to Him and He has access to us that leads us to that operating room of confession where we confess our sins and experience the reality of forgiveness. 
where, where we open ourselves up to, to God's scalpel to say this is what needs to be removed that, that leads us to, to life, that, that leads us to, to health, to, to honesty, to wholeness. And that's what we'll, uh, we'll talk about um, today, that how, how God as the master surgeon leads us to the best place leads us to the, to the place that is true freedom, that is true health and wholeness. That ex- place where we experience the fullness of His forgiveness through our own confession of sin and receiving His forgiveness. Let's, let's pray together. Um, Almighty God, uh, let's, we, we ask that, that you would meet us in this time, speak to us through your word, um, and help us to hear you, respond to you, engage with you, and receive your forgiveness uh, to make what we know to be true real in our own lives, in our heart, in our, our very soul. Lead us to that, that freedom as you speak to us, each of us, to us as a church of our own brokenness, our own sin, our own rebellion against you. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, our our passage is in Hebrews chapter 4. It's actually going to contain the theme passage for um, uh, the the series which is on the back of your all-access pass. But Hebrews chapter 4, starting with verse 12... Um, It's on 972 in your pew Bible, or you can follow along on the screen. Indeed, the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart, And before Him no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the One to whom we must render an account. And this is a picture of the operating room of the soul. Where we are are before the the Word of God. And the the Word of God meant here isn't the written Word of God, but it's the the Word of God, the the, the very words that God is telling us, the things that God is telling us in this operation room of the soul. It cuts to the very core of our being. It's there that, that nothing is hidden. It's there that God has all access to us. It's there that God knows me better than I know me. It's there that God knows you better than you know you. Um, uh, And and it's it's there that He he leads us to life. But but it's a journey. It's an operation. But it's it's a journey and it's the beauty of this, the all access that we have to God, even in the midst of our sin. Right. One of the, the great um, uh, uh, events of, of the Bible tells us about is in the very beginning. And we, we see what happens in this operation room with Adam and Eve and God. Um, it's in Genesis chapter 3. We're going to pick up in verse 8. But what's, what's happened here, the first, um, uh, the early 
um, uh, events of the Bible. God has created the world. He's created Adam and Eve. And now Adam and Eve are... Um, they, they've been told, eat, eat of all the trees, everything here, eat away, except this one. There's this one tree uh, of the knowledge of, of uh, good and evil. Don't eat of that one, because if you do, you'll die, but eat of all the rest. And the, the, the devil, in the form of a serpent, comes to Adam and Eve and tempts them, says, ah, God didn't really mean that. Go ahead and eat, and they do eat. And this now... And is their conversation after their disobedience, after their selfish rebellion um, against God, then God now interacts with Adam and Eve. They, Adam and Eve, heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. Interesting interaction in this operating room. Look look how God enters then into conversation with them. Doesn't come judging, doesn't come with lightning bolts. He comes with questions. So where are you? And what have you done? It's in conversation. It's in relationship. And, and what you'll notice here in this operating room is our natural tendencies when God asks us, what have you done? Two things. We hide. So we, we act passively, like hiding. Or actively, like blaming others. You know, the, we, we, uh, uh, as God asks them, you know, what's going on? What are you doing? Passively, we can respond by hiding, or, or we can respond by denying anything happened, or we can just ignore it. You know, act like it didn't happen. So, what, what have you done? Uh, what are you talking about? I don't know what's going on. Those passive responses as as God seeks to speak to us of our own selfishness and sin and rebellion. Or we can minimize it. You know, ah, that's nothing. Just a little something. Didn't hurt anybody. Or the active responses. Like blaming others. She did it. The serpent did it. Or we can actively respond by by trying to do a bunch of good stuff and say, but look, look at all the good stuff we're doing. It's a whole lot better than the bad stuff, right? Or or we can just cause a diversion and somehow, by some way, just divert from what the issues are before God. Or we can compare ourselves to others. Well, I'm not as bad as them. Or just out and out lie. That make up a alternative reality 
But what God wants to do is to bring to forgiveness. He wants to bring us to life. God God wants us to, to learn and to grow and to mature. And here's the good news. The all access to God is not impeded by sin. Did you notice that? They're still in conversation with the living God even though they're actively in rebellion. This this all access is not dependent on your sin or your goodness. It is totally dependent on the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and the power of His resurrection. I mean, they wanted to be removed from God's presence. They were hiding from Him. Adam and Eve didn't want. They, they were trying to avoid God. But God's grace and mercy and love is so great that even in our sin, we have all access to Him. And He has all access to us. Because it's when we hide, when we blame, or things like that, that then we only hurt ourselves. Psalm 32 Um, 1 through 3. Happy are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Happy are those to whom the Lord imputes no iniquity, in whose spirit there is no deceit. While I kept silence, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. Now, we can deny, we, we, can, we can blame others, but you know, if, if the, the, the hip needs to be replaced, it needs to be replaced. And the only pain, the, the, the hurt we're causing ourselves by not entering into the operating room, The same is, is true when, when we try to deny or blame in our own sin, our own rebellion, that we're only hurting ourselves, we're only wasting away trying to hide and run from God, which is impossible. In, in His love, even our sin cannot separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Now, when we, when we confess before God, what, what that means, you know, the word confess means to agree. It, 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 we're not telling God something that He doesn't already know. We're, we're agreeing with God. Yes, what God has brought to our attention is our own rebellion, our own sin, our own evil. And now our simple act is to agree openly and honestly and receive from Him His forgiveness. You, you also hear words of like our confession of faith. There's confession of sin. We agree with God in our own sin. There's confession of faith where we are agreeing what we believe. But the, the operating room is that place where we experience agreeing with God and the freedom that it brings where He cuts in order to heal. And the good news that Jesus has guaranteed the results of this surgery. He's guaranteed it. He's already accomplished all that is necessary to bring the full forgiveness of God. 
Right, let's, let's go back to Hebrews uh, 4 and pick it up with verse 14. So we're in the operating room, verses 12 and 13, and now the, we're, we're in the recovery room in verse 14 and following. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Jesus At his death, he entered the heavenlies and there presented himself as the sacrifice for my sin, for your sin, for our sin. There, he entered the operating room and took death for us so that we might have life in him. The the fullness of our forgiveness has already been accomplished. We know the results of His surgery. Because of that, as we enter the operating room with God, we can come freely, we can come boldly, open, honest, not trying to hide, not trying to deny, not trying to minimize, not trying to divert but there we can receive the scalpel of the master surgeon who continues to remove that which is broken and and to place in us that which brings life. For me, that that place of, of forgiveness... That, that place of forgiveness, I seek to, to try to, to practice that every, every day when I brush my teeth or when I shave or when I take a shower. Because that, that to me is the, the greatest expression, the greatest illustration, the greatest experience of the power and the certainty of God's forgiveness. That it's not about what I do. It's not the magic of my words or, or, or even my offering confession. My, my offering confession is, again, agreeing with God what is true and receiving what is already real for me. But it's simply to experience that reality that God truly is good and that God truly wants what is best for me and for you. And trusting that that's the case. And that is really the essence of the Christian life. To truly live and trust and believe that God is good and truly wants what is best. So in the, in the, the, as I'm brushing my teeth or shaving or showering, you know, as I confess during that time of my own selfishness, my own evil, my own delusions of, of grandeur to wanting to, to, to be successful, to my own um, selfishness and, and running from things that are evil, 
my own ways of doing that, I confess that before the Lord, and then as the, the water takes the dirt and the soap and the, 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 the whiskers and the, um, the plaque and all the rest, and it goes down the drain where I can't see it anymore. It's gone. I can't get it back even if I wanted to. And there's just praise at the sink of realizing that's the grace and mercy of God that cleanses us from our sin. It's, it's, not, it's, it's what He has done never to come back. That's what's been accomplished at the cross. That's what was accomplished in the heavenlies as Jesus was in that heavenly operating room where He took death so that we might have life. wonder for you today uh, what what are the questions God is asking you where are you what's what's happening and simply responding to him openly and honestly particularly if today is a day that you've you've been carrying a sin You've been carrying a brokenness. You've been carrying an evil within you, trying to deny it, trying to avoid it. Let today be the day that you offer it to Him, that you recognize the most foolish thing you can do is try to hide from God. Because He already knows, and He wants to offer you the experience of that forgiveness. As we um, go into prayer, let's be thinking about that. Let's be offering that that sin, that evil, that brokenness unto God. Giving it to Him and receiving His forgiveness. At the conclusion of the service as well, I'll say it at the end, but there will be folks who would love to pray with you and for you. If, If today is maybe the first day that you've come before God and said, here, take it. Have my sin. Cleanse me. I want that freedom. I I want that forgiveness. I I want to be done with this evil and the the guilt and shame that it piles upon me. Let today be the day that you enter in the operating room with the master surgeon and let him cut away the sin and the guilt and the shame that goes with it and give you the forgiveness, the freedom, the joy of forgiveness. Let's pray. Almighty God, we give you praise and honor. We are overwhelmed as we consider the grace and mercy of your very character that you are slow to anger and quick to forgive, filled with steadfast love. We, We come before you with with nothing but our own sin and brokenness. And we bring it before you that you would indeed cut it out. You would destroy it. We we praise you that indeed our Sin does not hamper our total access before you.
We thank you for Jesus. Thank you that, that He has, has taken our punishment. He has taken our sin. He has taken our guilt and shame and carried it with Him to death and has been raised to new life. Free us, Lord. Help us to trust You. We believe. Help our unbelief. Help us to grow in that that sure and certain hope of Your goodness and to grow and to know what's unknowable, just how high and wide and long and deep is the love of Jesus. Speak to us in this time. Individually, and, and, and together, that we might sing and dance and run in the freedom of your forgiveness. Hear us, Lord, as we, we come before you, offering up um, one another to you as well. We, we offer up those in need of physical healing. We, we thank you that, that Anne is, is in our midst today. We, we continue to pray and thank you for the operation on Cheryl and, and, and Galen um, Warren and on Brian Madison, on uh, Candace Hughes. Lord, we, we thank you for your um, healing hand upon each of them and that their surgeries were, were successful this week. And we ask your, your hand upon Robin Warner for her surgery this coming week. And Lord, we, we offer all uh, to you in terms of the surgeries that you continue to do to make us more and more like Jesus. And Lord, we pray particularly for those, for ourselves, for friends, for neighbors, for enemies that we know are are struggling in the midst of sin. We pray your forgiveness, that they would know your forgiveness in a powerful way. That you would take the scales from their eyes. You would take their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Lead us to be that, that place of grace and mercy that is slow to anger and quick to forgive and characterized by steadfast love just like you. Hear us, Lord, as we um, come before you in one voice, seeking to be your church without walls. Dear God, make us into your community for your glory. Connect us in Jesus, no matter our differences. Lead us to serve the world like Jesus, no matter the cost. Help us to celebrate you no matter the circumstances. We need you, Holy Spirit, to empower us for greater works than Jesus. Amen. Now let us continue to worship God as we give unto Him as He has given unto us. Um, Let us worship and put all in the plate. Uh, Let's put all that we are, sin, brokenness, joy, and pleasure, all. Put it all as we offer ourselves to this time of offering unto Almighty God.